It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Live with Colby Rebel. We are in the studio and so excited for tonight's special, special guest. Uh, you know, I had the pulling the favor. So I'm super, super excited. Um, I also want to mention, I don't know if anyone's been keeping track, but this is this month marks my two-year anniversary at UBN. And so... Yay! Thank you. Congratulations. And thank you. I'm so, so grateful to you, Tony, and the studio and everything that you offer. And my it's, pleasure. It is my home away from home, so... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're a big part of UBN. So. Thank you. Got to thank the the listeners out there too, because if it weren't for you guys, I, I wouldn't have made it one month. So, <laughs> um, but you know, let's get to tonight's show because a lot of us uh, are on our own spiritual path, our journey, and growing, developing, and we get we get confused and have questions and we get lost along the way. So. I figured, you know what, why not bring one of the world's greatest, most renowned teachers, psychic mediums, personal friend, <laughs> into the studio to to talk about it. And so I, and, and I got to say, she just got done literally this whirlwind tour, and she just got back into the States a couple days ago. So uh, again, for the effort, and, and I know the time change and all of that for her being here um, and, and joining us tonight, I'm so, so grateful. So hello, Lisa Williams. <laughs> Oh my God! You kidding? I'd have you every week. <laughs> so it's it's awesome. I'm I'm so happy to have you here. And again, I I know you must be a little a little tired and exhausted. So you know we will make this fun and enjoyable. And and thank you so much. Of course, absolutely. And when when I get the opportunity to be on your show, it's like. You grab it with two hands. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I need my <laughs> there we go. I always, right? We we love the we love those. Uh, you know, again, it, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful journey together. And and again, it's um how you help and inspire so many of the students' lives that you touch and the ripple effect that it also has, right? Because some of those, most of those go on and they help and teach others. And that was really kind of your whole mission, wasn't it? 
Yeah, you know, it just came out of nowhere. And in fact, I was actually in a, you know, it always comes for me in a very bad, out of a very bad relationship. Always, always, always. I don't know why, but it always seems to have that happen. And I was kind of at this crossroads. What am I going to do? Where am I going to be? And suddenly I sat in my office um, and I just had this epiphany. I went, I need to teach mediumship. I need to set up the school. And so I called in Karen, who is still my assistant yeah. this day. Um, and I want to give a big shout out to Karen because she's amazing. And honestly, I went, what really, what, um, what should I do? And she's like, this sounds fabulous. And let's create this, this show. And this, this, this sort of like on the road, sort of like, um, school and let's go and everything else and I was like oh my god okay and so we talked about actually doing a show with it funny enough that's when my head was going um but you know the school just came out of nowhere and and spirit just took it on its own pathway and um I actually outlined my classes from Lilydale Stump as well a lot of the times and so it's quite you know, it's all spirit driven. It's all spirit led. So I'm very blessed to be on this journey and have you with me. So it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it, and it is quite, quite a journey. And, you know, everywhere you go, you create this special place, this sacred place for people to come together and join. And, um, it's kind of, you know, it, it is, it is a little, you, you are a little like a gypsy though, right? <laughs> I was only thinking, all right, so I was only thinking after the show, I need to go home and I need to unpack those three bags that are sitting in my bedroom before I get on the road again on Saturday, on Sunday. So, yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, um. But again, I think what what's really interesting is each place that you go, you build a community, and that's pretty incredible. Um, do you, do you ever see yourself in a permanent permanent place, like where this is it, and and this is my my homestay? I mean, I would like to say that I'm going to have the Hogwarts of like the LWISSD, but um, no, not right now. Okay. Um, I'm so transient, you know, my aim was, and obviously we all know I have a son, Charlie. My aim was when Charlie hit 18 that I would then, and he would go off to colleges, then I would actually sort of travel the world again. So I had some time off for a while. I needed to be a mum, And he's just turned 18. He leaves school next year. So things are starting to ramp up again. But Naturally, we all want the home security. We all want that love of one place, which I do have. But I, you know, my boyfriend and I, Chris, we often talk about, you know, let's 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 just see the world. Let's just see where it takes us. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason to sort of sit sit back and do nothing. I want. I really do want to try and get to the core of people, and not everyone can come to me. So. I'm one person. I can go to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds good. And speaking of which, now you just got back from the UK. I did. Yeah, I got back from the UK. I spent three and a half weeks over there. Um, I also snuck in a little trip to my mum and dad in Spain. Uh, but yeah, I did. I, and it was lovely to go back to the UK. It really was. It was amazing. Yeah. And, and so what was that, that like, cause you, well, A, you got to work, uh, with Tony Stockwell, right? Yep. 
And he's a good friend of yours as well. He is. Yeah, Tony, Tony um, I did a course with, at Tony's Soul Space in Billericay in London, just outside of London. And Tony is just the sweetest guy. I mean, you know Tony. Yeah. Um, so I got to work with, I got, um, you know, I had had no opportunity other than to work there. Cause it's almost <laughs> like every time I go to England, he nabs me. It's like, come and work. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then you got to, you know, you did some shows and you also kind of went to a bit of your hometown. Is that right? Yeah. So I, I traveled a little bit and then I went to Edinburgh, uh, which was fabulous to work at the Arthur Conan Doyle center. And then I went back to, I live in this small town, which is called Redditch. We are, you know, it's historically known for needle making. I mean, this town is wow. nothing. It's like this tiny little pinprick on a map. On a map. Um, but I went back and I, I got a chance to see, obviously, my friends and my family and my niece and everything else. But um, it this sounds really weird and it does sound so weird. So when I was a little girl, there was always this theater called the Palace Theater. And over in America, we don't have pantomimes, but pantomimes are something that happens at Christmas where everybody gets dressed up in fancy dress and there's like these, you know, Cinderella gets acted out and things like that. So I always used to go and I was like, I always want to go to, I want to be on stage at the Palace Theater. So as I got older, I was like, you know, how is it going to happen? And then obviously mediumship came into my life. And, you know, they have a lot of mediums there. And every year they go, are you coming back next year? Are you coming back next year? So I actually did um, a theater demonstration at my local theater, which was just lovely. Wow. I had old clients. In fact, Colby, you can't believe it, but I had clients in the meet and greet line with a cassette tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> so seriously, she had a cassette tape. And I looked at the number. I went, that's my old cell phone number. And she said, is this you? I went, yes, it is. And she's like, I knew it was. I still listen to it now. I'm like, on a cassette. She said, yes, I bought a little tape recorder, especially for you. I'm like, oh, my God, you're crazy. Oh, my goodness. And then, you know, I had old clients that came out. And people traveled from all over the world to see me. Um, and I was just blown away at how many people would come to my little hometown. It was amazing. Oh, oh, that's awesome. And, and it's just nice too, that you felt loved and embraced and supported in your hometown. Totally. And it's nice, you know, when you can go home and, and, and be welcomed back. Um, and I know there's a couple of people, certainly in my hometown, where they go, oh, she's, she went off to America. But, you know, at the end of the day, we all have our own life path. We all have our own journey. And it was so nice because as I was checking out of the hotel that I was staying in, I saw my old neighbor who worked there. And we stood there, had a chat, and it was just so nice. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, well, that's good. And now you, you're heading up to Omega soon, right? Celebrate mm-hmm. your life. I'm doing Celebrate Your Life um, also. Next okay. Um, so I'm working with Denise Lynn. Um, you know, oh gosh, who is working there? I think Joji Spencer, Caroline Mace, you know, uh, Robert Ahoto, all of those people. And then I'm actually doing the three medium show with myself. Um, there's going to be Colette Baron Reed and John Holland. So the three of us will be on stage together. And then the week after that, I go off to Omega to do two weeks there and then I'm back off to England again so 
you know, it's it's great. I can't complain. Oh, good. So. Yeah. I'm, you must get just tired, though. Does, does spirit just kind of give you that energy? Or how do you replenish? I mean, how do you just keep doing it? Oh, God. Is it wrong for me to say alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so no, seriously. Spirit does energize you because, you know, you you have to almost be on. Uh-huh. So you have to be on that personality. You know what it's like. You have to be that personality. And it's that time when you get into the hotel that you, I literally sit there with my iPad, my pen, and I do a jigsaw. And I am straining to keep my eyes going. My glasses are on. And I am like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. But you know what? What I've found is as long as I eat healthy and as long as I actually keep myself on a routine, I'm okay. And I think I've just done this for so long. You know, I get off a plane and slip into the time zone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's a good thing. I've I've gotten much better at traveling, I have to say. You you know, I used to be so – you couldn't get me on the plane. Lisa would coax me. Well, Kobe, if you come on, come on. And now I've gotten better. I get organized. I'm not as anxious. So, yeah, I mean, I'm proud of you, honestly. I'm impressed. I really am impressed. It takes a lot. I like my little home. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So, now um, I want to ask along this journey, what do you think? Uh, was your biggest struggle on the path? I mean, was it surrendering or was it keeping up? Was it getting to the next level? Was it finding your own personal space, your balance? What would be your, your biggest struggle if, if you kind of had to name one? My biggest struggle, I can easily name it, and I know it, is being a mum. Okay. My struggle was actually balance, taking the balance of the two worlds and bringing them together. Um, having the gift and doing what I do, you know, and going from from different things to the next thing to the next thing is great. But it's actually being the mum. Because when you're trying to mother your children, because I have now have two. Yeah. Two, <laughs> you know, we, I took on a, an extra an extra kid last year. I, I, I got to tell you, yeah. Oh, yeah. So taking on another child, it, it was hard. Um, but it's actually being the mum. Um, and she needed me while I was away. In fact, she got in the car tonight. She's like, oh, my God, Dad's so grumpy when you're away. And then Charlie was upset this morning saying, you know what, it's been a really hard three weeks you've been away. So being a mom has probably been my biggest challenge, um, trying to balance it, trying to make sure the time zone works, to, to be on FaceTime when they finish school, to say good morning, to say good night. And there are t- sometimes that I don't speak to the kids for a couple of days, but it's actually it's actually making sure that I'm still there and I'm still wholeheartedly there. Yeah. And I've been known to actually say to my students, I'm sorry, I just need to be a mum for five minutes. Aww. Pick up the phone and, and, and say, hey, what's going on? What can I help you with? And most of the time people understand it, but I think that's probably been my hardest challenge for me is to maintain personal relationships and to be a mom and do you Uh, think like so when you say i'm kind of curious so when you say hey i need five minutes to be a mom um do you think 10 years ago your son is now 18 right and how old is your daughter she's 15 okay oh god help you I apologize to my mom. I said, I'm sorry, mom. She said, what for? I said, for being 15 and a girl. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 10 years ago, 
do you would you would you have had that balance? Would you would were you still saying to your students, "Hey, I need five minutes," or did you really learn that later? I learned that much later. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I certainly didn't. You know, ten years ago, I was in a marriage. Um, I was probably just coming out of the end of, end of the marriage. But it was, it was, you know, I still had somebody there. Yeah. Now I still have someone there now and I do have someone there. But now I've found that the dynamics have shifted where they, they need, you know, Chris is great, but he is active military. He's a soldier. Yeah. So emotion isn't so, you know, they haven't quite got the emotion there. Um, He's very present in their lives, but sometimes, you know, she needs to come home and say, hey, guess what? There's a really cute boy at school, but don't tell dad. Or there's sometimes that Charlie needs to say, hey, mom, I'm really struggling. I need to get a doctor's appointment or I need this. Or, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, I I need this going on at school. So I don't think I would have, I don't think I've understood this until later on. And it was when I actually took a break. Um, I actually kind of laid low for a little while. I took probably two or three years off, mainly because Charlie had said to me, I need you at home. So I went, you know what? My son has to come before my career now. So I did. And um, now it's my time to sort of step back into that space and travel again because the kids are older and they can do what, you know, they have dad at home and everything else. So it's it's become a little bit easier, but it is only something I've found balance with only very recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still think I'm struggling with the balance. Yeah. I, think I, I, I think it's a daily challenge. What do you... Um... Real quick, I'm just going to let anyone know who's listening. If you're in the call line, we're going to take uh, development questions. So we're not going to do private readings. But if you have questions about your path or the development or, you know, any questions about serving spirit, give us a call, 323-992-3115. If you are already in the queue line for the telephone, couple things to keep in mind. The calls are chosen at random, so you may get chosen. Uh, if you've gotten through in the last couple weeks, just go ahead and hang up that phone. Let's let some new new people get through. Um, and if you don't have a question about spiritual development, I am just going to ask you to go ahead and hang up that phone so that we can make sure that whoever we call has their question ready and Lisa can step forward and answer it. Um, but before we take a caller, and we're going to do that in just a minute here, Lisa, in, in all the experience, because now um, you really, it's it's like you've come so full circle. And I got to tell you, I do, <laughs> do love that we all predicted you were going to have a daughter. And I just so clearly remember you going, well, that would be impossible. That would be an act of God. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely meant to have a daughter for sure. I mean, who else can help someone pick out the best shoes, give the best boy advice, and make sure all the dress attire is taken care of, right? Absolutely. Not to mention all the makeup too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See? Oh my goodness. She 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 really struck gold when she she got you. So Thank you. Yeah. I struck gold too, I've got to tell you. She's pretty amazing. Oh, now in in all the in all the experience, do you, do you have any regrets? Is there anything that that you sit with and say should have done it this way, or do you, you know, feel pretty good? You know what? I feel pretty good, and I think the reason is is my grandfather, who was probably my biggest influence in a, in a lot of ways in my life, 
always taught me never to have any regrets, always to talk, taught me as the life experiences, enjoy them, always have a good laugh every day, no matter whether or not you screw up or whatever you do, don't regret it because it's a learning curve. So for me, I don't have any regrets at all. I guess probably the only regret I have is for not believing in myself um, before you know, I, it's funny because this journey that took me on, you know, the whole media, the TV show, is the only time that I actually started to believe in myself. Yeah. Um, which is ironic because I'd been working as a medium for probably eight years prior. So, you know, it was um, it was interesting. It was very, very interesting. So I think my only regret is if I hadn't have started believing in myself a bit sooner. Okay. And then how about one last question and then we'll, we'll, we'll let some callers get through. Um, what about your biggest accomplishment? Wow. Other than being a mom, mom, I've got to tell you, that's one big, big, big accomplishment and balance in the careers. I think my biggest accomplishment, quite honestly, um, is to actually maintain a very humble lifestyle a non-egotistical approach to what we do, because as we know, there's a lot of a lot of ego in what we do. Yes, um, and to remain very grounded and be very normal. Yeah, uh, try to live a, because that has been. I'm very proud of the fact that I haven't got wrapped up into the whole ego, yep. people needing all of that. And I think that's one of my biggest accomplishments. Really, is to is to remain grounded and also write books yeah um, which is hard I mean you know it's hard it's like oh my god but to do the tv show is very easy to travel and and do what I do is very easy because spirit put me on that pathway it's what I do easily and naturally and yeah um but I think those two are the biggest things is to stay grounded and to write the book and and you and you enjoy like you said, kind of a, a normal lifestyle. You ride a bike, you ski, uh, you know, you enjoy a, a, a glass of wine every now and again, you know. So you've you've got that, you know, nice touch. And um, it's it's pretty amazing. And, and, you know, I'll say real quick and then we'll, we'll take a caller. But, you know, and, and through this all, through this crazy kind of lifestyle that you surrendered to um, – because it does take a surrendering. I mean, it really does. It 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 is hard to say yes to something so bigger than ourselves sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And through that process, though, you know, and through having a show and you toured in different countries, you know, you raised this amazing, really nice, gifted, beautiful son. I mean, that 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 to me is something uh, definitely definitely to be proud of for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, can't believe he's going to graduate. He's going to graduate, right? (laughs) He's still got a year left. Yeah. Yeah. He's got mom's size nine up his butt. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mama, mama bear full force, huh? Uh oh. Um, all right. Well, how about we, we take a, a student's question or caller's question. Sound good to you? Absolutely. All right, so we're going to go with uh, number 13, uh, 917. Let's see who this is. Hello, 917. You are on the air with Colby and Lisa. 
Hi, Colby and Lisa. It's such a pleasure to speak to you. Hi, who is this? Thank you for taking my call. My name is Mindy. Hi, Mindy. I'm calling from Florida. Oh. Hello. I saw you, Lisa, in uh, Staten Island once. You did a show Oh, there. wow. Oh, my gosh. Staten Island. Love that. <laughs> wow. So do you have a question yeah. about your, your journey and your development uh, for us tonight? Yes. Uh, I had a near-death experience about four years ago. And truthfully, my mother was a medium, and I did do tarot. I never developed it as a business, but I did it because when I did it, People would tell me everything you said happened. So I felt a little of an obligation, not from people, from spirit, to continue to do it. And of course, you know, I went through the, is it right, is it wrong, is it dark, is it light, throughout the years. And I never took it serious. And after the near death, the ability increased tenfold. Mm -hmm. But I still don't aspire to it and I'm torn I I don't know like is it an obligation somebody called me yesterday a phone that I just did a phone she said everything you say is always right and I said to her that's the only reason I do it (laughs) but I'm still a little torn as to how to pursue it well yeah let's think about the the Mm -hmm. question itself lisa do you feel that it should be an obligation for us it should never never be an obligation okay so here's the thing after a near-death experience what you've done is you've just it is it's all of a sudden you've just been broken open it's like this wide open you've just been broken completely so what even though your mum was a medium, even though you are giving readings, even though the information is absolutely correct and you're helping people, it should never be an obligation. Um, and that's why I always tell people, please do not do this work if you feel you have to. Um, and so if there's something that you're more passionate about, follow that. Um, as long as you're always true to yourself, and you're true to your, you know, your heart and your soul, that's what's the most important. Now, you can find mm-hmm. balance. It sounds to me like you found balance in, you know, maybe having a few casual clients here and there, um, sort of like coming to you, hey, can you give me a reading? And I feel as though as, soon as, you, as, as long as you can find balance, that's the most, most important, but never, ever, ever feel obligated. Because that obligation is going to make go into resentment and you'll start resenting what you do. And there may be, you know, there may become a time where there's a natural shift where you are ready to mm-hmm. embrace it. You're ready to come into it a little bit more. But right now, it sounds to me as though you're on the edge. You're on the, you, you know, you're not sure. So follow your heart, follow yeah. your passion. Don't ever feel obligated by doing it. I'm not sure because yep. I don't want to waste a gift if it was given to me to help others, that's no, my. No, you you'll never feeling. waste like, it. Like, why would it be correct? Why is it correct for no reason? Well, you you have to look at it this way. This isn't about. Uh, maybe you're thinking about, hey, I'm supposed to be doing this professionally, but there's plenty of people that help others and gift to others through a hobby, through just the natural kindness. And maybe that is how spirit is giving you this gift. Do do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's. I like that you're saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So don't look at it as you're not stepping into the purpose, the purpose, you know, and one other thing I, I will just 
recommend, uh, just from my own experience, please don't look at your checkbox. Am I 100% right? That's the only reason I'm doing it. Because, girl, I got to tell you, because the first time you get some no's. <laughs> no, no, no. So, I do the reading. Yeah. I do the reading, and then I forget. You know, right, wrong. I have no way of knowing the outcome. Yeah, but even if they and come back the and. Feedback. Yeah, but just right. Even if they say it's opposite. Yeah, but just the know is what makes me think I'm throwing away something that maybe I should do. No, I would no, say no. there you go, and and don't look at it as to what level you need to do it in order for as, as to whether or not you are or throwing it away. As long as you're honoring and serving in any way in your capacity that brings you joy and joy to others, you, you've done it. Okay. All right. Yes, All right. You. I like that. You are welcome. And from Staten Island down to Florida, you have a wonderful That's night. Right. <laughs> Good night, ladies. Thank Good you. Night. Bye. I do want to address this, actually, Colby, if I can, because a lot of people say to me, uh, there's an obligation. I'm like, no, yeah. there's never an obligation. And actually, people put too much expectation on it. Yeah. A massive, massive expectation on what should happen, what shouldn't happen, how it should be, how they should be, whether they should be a certain spiritual way, you know. And I do feel as though you also have to live a human existence too, because you are a person, and it is about finding balance. And if if it's not something you're passionate about, then oh. it's not something that you actually need to follow through with. You can just help people out here and there. Yeah. There's use it but I feel that people you know as she's saying I feel as though people think that it's oh because I've got this gift it's a massive thing well I'm going to tell you right now you know I I also have a gift of singing yes but I don't follow that on and yes okay that could help many people but I do this and some would say yeah well you 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 know your mediumship touches more people you'd be surprised because Music is more mainstream. Yes. And I had the opportunity of having a record contract and I turned it down. Yeah. And so do something that you're passionate about. Yeah. I think it's very important. And the that. and the other thing that was very key, um, it, and it's interesting, so hopefully she gets to listen to this back because she really answered herself, really. Yeah. She said, I don't aspire to do this. Yeah, and exactly. So again, if so spirit can be giving you again, those gifts and we could pass them along and we can help others on that journey. But if you're not aspiring, uh, it, this takes a lot more work than people think there, there is so much dedication, commitment, a huge amount of sacrifice, um, that, you know, you, you've got to be more than aspired and inspired if, yeah, I, I believe so. And like you yeah. said, too, it's some people go out and, you know, there, there, there has to be less. Uh, I think there has to be less checkboxes, too. Like, some, you know, there, there came this thing where people feel like, oh, I serve spirit. I must do platform. And it's like, well, not really. Like, look at how you're supposed to work or look at what's natural for you. You know, sometimes you pe- see people so uncomfortable and it's like. What th- this doesn't mean you're good or not good. Like, mm-hmm. listen to what you know. You, you may be the best singer, but you may not be an opera singer, right? <laughs> exactly, and that's true. And I always say, 
you know it's it's true because people say to me why don't you teach beginners mediumship anymore and quite honestly I taught so much beginners mediumship I got bored yeah Um, and I wasn't I wasn't inspired to do it and now because I haven't been teaching it for so long I'm like oh okay beginners mediumship sounds fun yeah you know but I want to teach the chance I want to teach forensics I want to teach more specialized stuff because now I see I'm passionate about it but there's going to become a point where I will lose that passion because I've done it too much and I'll go back to something else. Yes. So I think it's important to follow what your heart takes you to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and it does, it, it's, you know, a combination of that hard work, the ethics, the commitment and spirit. <laughs> Dedication. Oh my gosh. It, it is. It is. But I, again, I think doing this work, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It really is. I don't know what else would bring more joy for sure, right? I agree. I'm with you. <laughs> it's like, well, you got me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about a, another student question? How about uh, let us do number 17757? Okay, 757, you're on the air with Colby and Lisa. Who is this? This is Angela. Hello, how are you doing? We're doing well, Angela. Hi. I'm so thrilled to talk to you. And uh, Lisa, I've been a follower of yours for a long time. Awesome. Um, Thank you. And what is your question? My love of natural... My my love of natural citrine came from you. Oh, oh, girl! But, this uh, I'm telling you, it's the best stone going. <laughs> and so uh, I I was going to ask you. I'm I'm sort of green to the mediumship and psychic ability. I know I have it very strongly, but I'm a casual sharer, just like you were talking about earlier. And I wondered how you overcame your own self doubt when going through the process because my upper self knows I have the gift the lower or childlike self doesn't the little ego <laughs> yes yeah. okay so Lisa what advice would you you give her well you know I can't I can't give you confidence that's one thing I can't so here's here's the thing that self-doubt um, and I will tell you now, after 20-something years, I don't want to tell you how much because, no, it's like 25 years I've been doing this. Um, I still have doubt. I still have a little bit of doubt where I'm like, oh, God, I'm, did I get that right? Or, oh, am I, am I, am I interpreting that correctly? So I, I want to let you know, Angela, that that doubt never goes away. Yeah, no. Um, and so please know that. But the best thing is, is I don't let it get to me. And so, and here's my little secret is I actually do something whenever I'm doing my readings is I do something mind numbing. I sometimes color or I do a little jigsaw on my iPad or I'm doing something. So I'm not actually overthinking it because what happens is self-doubt is where our brain starts to think. And we know that when we're starting to do this work, we have to see, feel, hear, do everything that we see feel here and do is actually not ours it's someone else's so I tend not to use the word think in my reading so um and I try not to use it because when I think about it I actually immediately think into it's it logic it. yeah <laughs> so you know that little ego sense. as Colby mentioned is the self-doubt and then we start questioning questioning we turn it around turn it around 
And I, not it's not an egotistical thing to think that, hey, you know what, I'm good. Um, I always truly say I'm only as good as my last reading. Um, and so I aspire to be better than my last reading. I aspire to be the next, you know, better than that. Um, and it works well for me, that technique. But for me, it's, I always have that element of self-doubt naturally, but I push it away and I, I take a deep breath. I put my big girl's panties on and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let me breathe and let me just do it because those people would be coming to, wouldn't be coming to me if they didn't believe or if they didn't feel like I would be able to help them. Or, and I, that's what, that's how I help myself. And also by getting feedback, when I started to get feedback and people were like, oh my God, thank you so much. And, you know, my assistant makes sure that I get all the feedback, not to stroke my ego, but to say, hey, you know what? You were right with this. I've thought about this. You were actually right. So I think it's important to also find, get some validation from your clients as well that helps you. Yeah. And I yeah, think too, I do get that. Thank goodness. Well, one thing too, uh, Lisa taught, uh, I'll just, I'm just going to bring something you taught us, Lisa, that I, I still use to this day and I, I actually still teach it to, to students myself. And that is, you know, give your little ego a name. So mine is Ginger, right? And when Ginger <laughs> is not good and she's misbehaving and she's not helping me out, Ginger gets a time out. All right, Ginger, you go get a timeout, honey, until you can play nice in the sandbox. So doing that, believe it or not, helps tremendously. And that's something Lisa actually taught me, oh, gosh, like five years ago now. Yeah, Ginger and Veronica get on well, don't they? Yeah. There you go. So I, I do hope that helps you, Angela. And, um, you know, yeah, it's great. Thank you so much. Great insight and advice uh, from Lisa. So there you go. And, you know, that self-doubt, So it's it, the more you challenge yourself and push yourself in a reading, right, when you're trying to get deeper or more detail or in the interpretation, you know, that self-doubt may, may bubble up. And, and at some point it's going to take courage and trust and, and, and letting go to, to just do it anyway. <laughs> I think the not thinking is excellent advice. That's that's where I get my best information. Well, there you go. Thinking. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Have a have a beautiful night, and thank, thank you, you so you. much. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> yeah, Veronica and Ginger, they hang tight, don't they? Oh, they hang tight, seriously. Oh my I goodness, the two of them definitely need a couple cocktails. <laughs> I'm sure they've had cocktails many times. I know. They <laughs> um, and then you know, real quick too, we're gonna we're definitely gonna take another caller. So hang in there, everybody. But you you're gonna get back on the road again. So you got Chicago, you got New York, you got Omega. Uh, but you, you know, you're gonna kind of branch out and, and get overseas again this year. Is that right? Yeah, I'm off to Australia. Um, so I'm off to Australia. I'm doing the World Congress of Spiritualism at the Arthur Finley College, where they just asked me to be a keynote speaker and, and dem uh, with some of the AFC tutors. So that's in London next month. Awesome. Uh, well, actually, in, in in beginning of July. Yeah. And I'm off to um, I'm off to Australia in October to do various different courses and to actually hold it's not really a writer's workshop but it is kind of a writer's workshop where uh we're helping people 
um, sort of like branch out, get themselves onto the stage, maybe help them with a little bit of media techniques, how to address people speaking. I just had a, I just had a, 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 a thought pop in. Um, can I just share it with you? Okay. I, I just had this pop in. You, you have to hold a course like two or three day where it's write a book in two to three day. Well, this is what it's going to be. Oh, like, is, okay. Is that, you know, looking at, you know, how they, they can write their own book and then taking it from the book and bringing it onto the stage. Okay. Okay. So good. It's kind of, so yeah, you're right on track. Probably. Okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind of exciting. Um, so that's going to be good. And I've also got another a new book coming out in October and affirmation cards as well. So there's a lot going on in my world. Yeah. Well, it's the summit. And then we've, well so we've got, so again, uh, you know, for the summit, this is a level two, level three. And uh, this is a, in fact, my third year of being one of the master teachers on it with you. And, yeah. uh, so it's so crazy, but we start this in June, J- June 25th, it starts. And I believe we can kind of still take some applications. Some of the teachers are getting full, um, but you know, tell, they can submit an application. They can train with you. They can train with any of the listed master teachers that are on the LWISSD.com website. Yeah. So here's what it is. It's really 12 weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. It's 12 weeks of you're working with me. Uh, I'm really sorry, people. You're working with me. (laughs) So for 12 weeks, you've got me where I am helping you through the beginning stages. It is very, you know, I take people back to basics. And I always say it's like stripping away some parts of a car and giving you Rolls Royce pieces. And I'm stripping the engine bare and giving you the Rolls Royce in the way. And that's not ego. That is really just me knowing what people need. I've done this for so long. Um, And I cannot tell you how many people have said to me who are already advanced mediums, oh my God, this course has changed my life. Um, So it's really the 12 weeks you get um, conference calls with myself. You know, we have group chats and I'll be there. You can watch the videos. So I'm very much there for your learning. Now, each master teacher also has a group of their own so that you'll be part of a, a group of the master teachers. And they'll get to learn, know about you and learn who you are through your homework because that will go off to your master teachers. And then after the end of those 12 weeks in September, then you have four days, well, three with an optional fourth to come and study with one of the master teachers of your choice, no matter where you are in the world. Um, and the beauty about this is it's fabulous is because we create a collective energy. We absolutely create this collective energy and everybody works at the same pace, same time. And everybody does this course at the same time every year. And so I jump on to chat with you and your teachers and see how you're getting on and there's any questions that I can answer. And so everybody's going through it at the same time. And it's almost like this camaraderie, this energy that yeah. builds up. And it's it's just beautiful. It really is. And I, I'm, I'm just glad that I've created something like this. And it, it just brings the whole world together because we've got people from Australia to Europe to America, you know, that all come together collectively in the joy of spirit. And it's just beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is such a uh, it is such an honor to be a part of it because what it represents on such a scale of serving and learning and growing is 
there's really uh, honestly there's just nothing like it that that offers this and this level and it is a lot of fun it is um it's a lot of homework to look at but (laughs) you you give a lot of homework (laughs) so you know what it does is it actually pushes people it does about dedication yeah yep. it goes back to the fact that you can say that you want to be spirit you know connected to spirit but it goes back to that dedication and you have it and it teaches you dedication right from the word go yeah it really does and it and it kind of shows people you know where you can really grow and go with your gifts too i think some people like our previous caller their their little ego tends to stop them and block them whereas you know you give them that homework that pushes past those blocks and and uh makes them face it and i've been through it um it's painful it's it's uh i mean i'm glad i did it but whoo it's oh man but you know it's but what i'll tell you what though I, i again there's nothing that compares to it because um it it showed me, uh, you know, you showed me that um, I I am committed to this, and yes, I do love this. And spirit is there, and we can always go deeper. So all of that stuff, you know, is all wrapped up with your your little Tiffany box and your bow. <laughs> Not giving anything away, anybody. Oh my gosh, my <laughs> <laughs> So we've we've got a couple minutes left. Let's try to take one more quick caller. Uh how about let me see, number uh fourteen. So here's the thing with six two six is that six two six? Six three six. Okay, so here's the thing, six three six. You you're gonna go live in just one second. I know. Take a breath in. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. Um but you have to have a quick question just because we literally have two minutes left, okay? So 636, if you're still there, hello. Diane Williams. Yay! Look at her. She's a good listener. Diane Williams says, Hi, Diane. <laughs> quick question is um, seeing faces all the time and everything and everywhere. Oh. And uh, they appear like out of nowhere. Would that be leading me to um, mediumship? I've been told by other people. And then also um, faces, I mean, people, things appearing in my front room. I actually, uh, I think I opened a portal by accident. But anyway, I've been photographing um, trees and stones and everything that has faces. So mediumship. Okay, so what, do you, what, is, the, what is the faces, Lisa? Okay, so you know what's funny is I used to actually see faces and everything, Diane, you know, whether it's a a pattern on the wall or whether it's something in the trees. And so quite honestly, I do feel as though what it's starting to do is starting to open up your clairvoyance. Mm -hmm. So it's your clear seeing, Um, you know, this doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be a medium. But it, what it does is it's starting you off in that process. Now, again, it goes back to the passion, what you're, you're driven to do, what you want to do. Uh, but also you can have fun with it. So, you know, oh, I know I, Colby I do. I, you know, she's I've like, hey, is anybody there? I've and what, been what's the- showing people to think outside the box. I also do yeah. t- uh, tarot and um, I've been playing with that. Perfect. And I, I found your show interesting, what that other lady said about doing it for fun because that's what how I do it now but yeah. um I was just wondering if it's if there's a reason because out of the blue these faces are appearing all over the place 
Well, there yeah, you go. It's because they're starting to get your clairvoyance ready. That's yeah. what it is. So, you know, enjoy it. There you go. So, Diane, I hope oh, that I hope helps. Well, you, you know, real quick. So go ahead and end the call. But, Diane, listen listen in or just mute it just for a second because of time. I don't want to go over. But, Diane, the one thing is, is uh, just that last comment, I, I, I hope it comes fast. Enjoy the journey. I got to tell you, enjoy this process. It's the unfolding of the flower, I think, is one of the most precious parts of of this experience. Don't you agree, Lisa? Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I'll be honest with you, we're still always learning. So as much as you (laughs) want it to come quick, I'm going to tell you right now, after 25 years, I'm still learning and I'm still changing. I'm still working with my own methods. I'm still feeling my own way. So it's always going to change. And even just that interpreting, right? Like we get something and we interpret it and you, you, you know, you can see where it fits or how it fits, but sometimes you're like, ah, how did I just not just get it? uh, uh, So close. (laughs) So anyhow, all right. So you know what? That, that, can you believe it? That is it. That is the end of our show. Doesn't it go fast? Um, as always, you know, I know it's late there. I know you're tired and I know you want to get back to your family. So thank you so much for, for being with us, joining us and for sharing, you know, the wisdom, the insight and the love that you have for this work. Oh, thank you. And you know what? I got to say thank you to you for, you know, grabbing it by the horns and, and running with it because, you know, you you really I, I watched your journey and I'm so proud of you for actually doing what you did you you changed you you went 180 degree overnight you flipped and changed your world so you know thank thank you you being an inspiration to many oh thank you all right well i will see you next month in lilydale and uh lots of love everybody if you want to join the summit log on lwissd.com find your master teacher submit your application and stop making excuses all right everybody have a great night love you lisa it's cutting into your exercise time it's stabbing you in the back nine and it's attacking your peace of mind it's pain and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.